0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another spooky episode of the Cannabis Connect Store Podcast. Today is Halloween, and we are super stoked to share it with you guys and go over a very interesting topic. Uh, today, we are talking about something very scary. We are talking about <laughs> cannabis and fear.
1: Woo! Woo! <laughs> yeah! Cannabis and fear, baby! Yeah, what's nice drum on? roll there, Jack. Hey, Ryan. Hey, nice, nice, nice lead in there, buddy. Uh, yeah, absolutely cannabis in fear. I have a fear that my wake and bake may cause me to not remember what I want to say for this episode. (laughs) JK, JK. I did it responsibly, All right? Um, now, so happy, happy, uh, week, everybody. Happy Halloween week. This is absolutely one of my favorite times of year. I love this time of year. We got all kinds of good stuff going on. I think I've started every episode this fall like that so far. (laughs) (laughs) It's a, it's, it's a great time of year. Um, so we it's funny we have not talked about this. We haven't talked about fear. I I know we've talked around it. Um but we haven't talked about it and I think I think it's actually a really good topic cuz it kind of hits uh home to a lot of different mm-hmm. um aspects or, or you know th- a lot of topics surrounding fear as well. So um Jack, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts in this episode?
0: You know what? You know what's sc- scary it gives, me, it gives me fear. You ever go in these haunted houses and you got these people that jump out and now they like some sometimes they like oh yeah supposed to grab you but they get really freaking close
1: (laughs) i just want to punch them yeah like like, i literally feel Ah, like i should punch ah, them at that point yeah it's an instinct i had that's scary but yeah it's it's too much i I will say fear makes you do crazy things Mm -hmm. like like and that's one of the things we'll talk about so i'm gonna give you an example of that this week that is actually a little funny um (laughs) i realize how i respond to fear uh we were driving down a a, a road a you know a, a finger lakes road here um it was seven o'clock so it was dark at that point and we were coming back from i think a trunk retreat and as you would expect in this in this time and and place a deer runs out in front of us right And it's, it it's kind of on the side of the road. And so we start slowing down and we think it's going to go the other way, but it of course it does like, it's a zombie deer. So it runs right in front of us. And I thought for sure, like I got to a point where I didn't see the deer anymore. I didn't see it. And I'm like, it's under the car. And, and I, and I, just before we hit the deer, I had my, my stuff in my hands, like a jacket and my phone. And I threw it on the ground. And I don't know why I did that, but it was just like a fear based response where I had like stuff in my hands and I just threw it on the ground. And, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Cause that's my phone that I just threw on the ground. The one thing that like you never want to throw on the ground right. in like the event of like a, you know, an emergency. Um, so it's just really interesting. I think like. I have been in fearful situations with my phone in my hand before, and I didn't throw it on the ground. But in that scenario, I did. So I thought it was really interesting. I'm like, wow, doesn't that really – fear really drives you to do interesting, strange things sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's – um, and, and, and in my life, I think back on fear and all the different ways that I've been affected by it. And so I just think – I think it is a really interesting episode um, and topic to talk about. And it affects a lot of us, and that's why we're going to be talking about it. So we talk about the why – Um, you know, that, that's a big part of it, right? Why are we talking about this? Why is it important? Because it affects a lot of us and it is a natural protective response. However, um, when it's not, when you have fear that is, that is, that is not seen correctly, right? Like when you have fear that is just too much fear and, and it's, it's, it's more than what you really need and it's not really appropriate for the moment, um, it often can end up manifesting itself in different forms like anxiety disorders, phobias, PTSD. Um, it can become problematic for your day-to-day life. And that is the big reason uh, why fear, I think, is really important to talk about. And I think social anxiety is a huge one, mm-hmm. right? Like social anxiety, I mean, that just is a is a f- a huge fear yeah. that has a trigger effect that a lot of people are affected by, Um and so that's why we're talking about this. It's also Halloween, oh, like we said. The so Sunday, it's Halloween the Sunday
0: scaries. Yep. That reminds me of the Sunday scaries. That's yes, when you get yes, – That's when you yes. – Sunday and you're like, oh, my God. I got to go to work tomorrow. And then you're like, yes. I got to do all this crap that I don't want to do. And you're having such a fun yeah. weekend and you got to transition back yes. to something you don't want. Sunday scaries.
1: It's, and, and, and like fear anxiety. is one of those things where um, it's it's like an innate animalistic response mm-hmm. right so they've I've seen studies before where people have been um, uh, those that have severe memory loss they they can't remember very severe short-term and long-term memory loss um, you know they, they would be introduced for two example to a pin or a needle mm-hmm. and they didn't know what it was and these people were older right and they're just oh what is this and and then but when they were poked by the needle and they realized that it hurt right the next time that they were introduced to the needle they immediately knew what it was right ah, and, yep. and 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 it was Scared. it was they didn't like no but they they didn't know what it was but they knew it was something to f- be fearful of mm-hmm. and and that that's that's why i'm saying it's such a fear is such a, a deep rooted um um response that we have and it's innate deep rooted response so mm it to understand it is really maybe the best and only way to help you navigate fearful situations and to come out or to to take a fearful situation that can turn into a very destructive situation and make it um constructive right and so we want to talk about mental health it's paralyzing right um if you have these fears it can really be paralyzing to to keep you from doing things that you want to be doing or you should be doing um There's also social and cultural understandings that we want to have surrounding fears, right? And, and what I, what I mean by that is look at what is simply happening in the world in the Middle East right now. Um, I mean, these are the, you know, these become bigger fears that often could be irrational that cause action that create action, right? Fear creates action and it doesn't always become, it isn't always the best action for for societal and cultural change. So or it could be, you know, so it's like so so fear the, another reason though to really understand fear and understand what is motivating us is it fear that's motivating us. Right. Um and uh also um when you're talking about personal growth, right? So we we kind of, you know, just discussed that, but on an individual level just confronting and understanding Um, your fear can be a pathway for personal development, you know, just fostering qualities like resilience and empathy and courage, things like that. So, um, very important to talk about this and, you know, to understand it. So we're talking about understanding it. So what does that actually mean, right? What is fear? Why does it happen? How does, how does it actually impact us? So fear, like I said, is just that primitive human emotion that alerts us to the presence of danger or threat or harm. Um, whether that danger is physical or psychological, that that's what fear will do and a breakdown of the different types of fears uh, that can happen during the body. Um, we have physical response. So when you have that physical response, typically you have that fight or flight. Yep. Say, and you've I'm heard that, fight. right? That's the that's where like you get that huge adrenaline surge. Yep. And you're going to you're going to run or you are going to fight and it's going to like you may not even remember what's happening in the moment. You may black out. That's that often happens. But you release a lot of stress hormones during this time, right? Like cortisol. And I mentioned adrenaline, which really, you know, quickens your heartbeat, your breathing rate, dilates those pupils. Um, You don't want that to be happening to you all the time. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. not a response you want happening in your body all the time. This, the, face fear. And, and that's, we don't need to be running from tigers anymore. Right. That's not the type of response we need to have. And, and that's often what we feel just by going into work on Monday, as you mentioned, Jack, with the Sunday scaries the day before. Like, we don't need that. Um, and then obviously, you know, like just cognitive and emotional response. Um, it just affects how we process information and how we make decisions. You, you know, remember when you're scared of something, you make horrible decisions when you're scared. When you're in a fearful state, often you' you're lashing out in different ways. Like when you see guys that are like angry because you said something that disrespected them or women, right? Um, that's just often just a fear of being seen weak right as a weak person or or not seen as sufficient or not seen as as impactful or productive people will lash out with different emotions based on fears yeah. underlying fears that they may have so understanding you know this is really helpful and and fear also you know it can it can sharpen certain things like alertness but like i said it it can really dampen your short term memory you may black out so that's certainly something can happen you know that can happen now i'm curious jack what are your thoughts on you know, what do you what do you think? Like, why do you think fear can be good? Fear can be bad. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, yeah.
0: So obviously, the fight or flight. I get that we need it. Yeah. Like, we need it to survive. But I feel like obviously things have changed. Um. So it's a it's a good thing, but it's a bad thing too. It almost like it, it stops us because we always want to be safe. So it's like, what's yeah. the safe route? What's the safe job? Yeah. Like, you don't go on a yeah. limb or take risks or something because you get stuck in this fear mode sometimes. Yeah, so that's I a great think, point. Yeah, I think that a lot of the things, we're just, we are just want to play things so safe, we don't actually uh-huh. do the things we might want to do deep down because of our deep-routed fears. So I think it's yeah. just get to understand and, and acknowledge, okay – this is fear. This is risk. This is safe. Just and understand that you're always going to want to be a little safer than than probably you need to be. Well, I I, I feel like yeah. I mean, everybody's different, but um <laughs> yeah, you want to take those risks sometimes. Don't always let fear get in the way of what you want to do. So
1: yeah, that's a, that's such a great point. And I think the fear of just being yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like that's like people have, have real fears about showing a, a, who they are yeah. and people will go years years we have celebrities that have gone years and you know they they um i think it was was it Terry Crews or someone yeah, i was listening Terry. to and uh, yeah in, in an interview and he was saying that for years he he couldn't you know, show who he really was. And and that is a fear to to show people who you are and to open up and to soften. And we talk about this a lot, I think. And the reason we believe cannabis can be good for the world is because I believe is because one of the things it does is it opens you up and it softens you up. Right. It allows it allows you to express yourself a little more freely, which which is it allows you to communicate better and communicate like poor communication is why we have the issues that we have, right? This this chest beating of ego stuff, and and you you it doesn't mean you don't want to be firm and directive, but you still want to be who you are, and you you want to like show people what you believe and why you believe that, and you want to do that effectively. And the more effectively you do that, the 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 better you get your point across, and more likely if it's a good point, the world will be a better place. And that's kind of why we try and. Try and help people who need to get those points across soften up and think about cannabis to do that. Right. So it's just Yeah, I I, it's a really, really good point. Um fear I think holds a lot of people back, Jack. So I'm really happy you bring that up. Um yeah. And and I would say fear can be good for survival. You're trying to survive against that tiger, it's gonna help you there, Mm -hmm. right? Um, it's caution, cautionary purposes. Maybe it'll stop you from going down the path of bumping into a tiger. If you're like, oh, that's a tiger path, right? I shouldn't go down there, <laughs> even if I think it's the shortest route to get to the the city or town I have to get to. And then a motivator. Um, right. you know, fear often like FOMO, right? <laughs> it's like not a good motivator, the fear of you know, missing out. But like, like that is like a you will be motivated to do something if you're getting FOMO now. I think um, a better example is maybe school, right? Like the fear of doing poorly in school is often correlated to a lower level of success when you're older, and that is fear. And you want to be successful because successful helps you survive, and that's basically what we're all trying to do is survive in the best way we all possibly can, right? Survival of the fittest, Darwinism, all that stuff. Um, And fear can be bad, obviously, for some of the reasons we mentioned already. Anxiety and mental health issues uh, really hindering like your daily functioning and and increasing anxiety disorders and phobias, PTSDs for sure, impaired decision making. So many people make horrible decisions when they're angry or in fear. Mm-hmm. And and again, I think angry being angry is is often just uh, a symptom of fear. I think fear is the underlying issue. Anger is is the often not always, but often. Um, I think just the uh, the symptom of the fear, right? Like the after effect. Yep. So uh, impaired decision making for sure. You never want to be in a fearful state making really important decisions. Um, avoidance and and limitation. Um, so excessive fear often is the reason why people will avoid a social situation, right? Restrict a lot of their activities and and therefore their life experiences. So fear excessive fear, especially if, if people have gone through really scary moments in their life, yes, um, like those PTSD, mo- they create PTSD moments. And I think we all have, uh, but some go through them way more intensely than others. But if you have, you know, I just remember my grandparents were were self-made millionaires and you would never know because they wouldn't spend a single dime their entire life. Yes. And they'd live their whole life like that. But they lived through the Great Depression and they were fearful of that happening again because they they felt that. It was a PTSD right. from living through that. So that was how they, they survived the rest of their life, right? That's how they just chose to live, I should say. Um, so, you know, avoidance and, and limitation is a big one. Um, so some ways that we can reduce or diminish. Jack, what are your thoughts on reducing or diminishing fears? Some ways we can do that
0: think big part of it is non-cannabis based. yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> we'll it's get to that point. in a second good point i think you got a, a big part of it is uh and this is the hardest part with fear is understand like yeah just bring under knowing what it is and just saying it saying it acknowledging it talking to somebody about it, it is the hardest yeah. thing if you're afraid of somebody you keep it in Most people keep it bottled, they don't express it, they don't talk about it, but you don't want to, like, the power of words and expressing it, writing it down, saying it verbally, acknowledging that you're afraid of this or that, holy smokes, it's the biggest step to solving that fear, it just, it yeah. really, really helps. I say that because like yeah. there've been situations where I'm like, I don't know if I should do this. I don't know. I just like, I stop yourself. You stump yourself. Should yeah. I you know, start this business? Should I start this podcast? Should I do this? Should I do that? You're yeah. afraid you write it out. You write out your fears. You t- or talk to somebody and it's just, Holy smokes. It helps.
1: It, it I, that is such a good point, man. Um, I mean, I, I definitely talking to people. I tend to do that for yeah. sure. Like when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm I don't want to say scared or fearful, fearful of the outcome of a bad decision, right? Right. Fearful of a bad decision, I guess is really what that is. I want to make sure I don't make a bad decision. Yeah. So, so I'm asking other people and, and honestly, like this is just one step further. I like, you know, I just, I just talk to the universe and shit. There you go. (laughs) Like, you know, like praying, you know, like it's, and, 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 and that is, I think, you know, when you do that, you're, you're really just reasoning, you're working things out. And, and, and I'm, I just it's hard for me to say there's nothing to that because every time that I do that, I always have results that I'm looking for in some way, shape, or form. Right. And and so I think it it's so important to not just say why is this bad, but to really start talking through it and start like take a take a look to see what you can do to also influence and ask for direction. I think asking for direction, asking for help. Like, show me, like show show a sign. Like, what do you think I should be looking for? What do you think I should do? And I'm not saying, like, that could be universe talk or that could be, if you're into Mm -hmm. that, or that could be, like, friend talk. Like, hey, friend, Jack, what do you think I should do in this situation? This is what I'm going through. So I think, like, understanding the fear, like you said, man, and just throwing it out there and talking about it. Um, and it's hard to do if it's like a social anxiety fear, if it's, if it's like deep rooted and I mean, that is very difficult to do. That's why I think, you know, just talking to yourself out loud (laughs) is honestly like is a really good start, you know, and they have these like online things too. So, um, that maybe is the chat things, but even that sometimes for people is too much. So start somewhere, you know, um, some people do it through music, some people do it through writing, like you said. All good stuff exposure therapy mm-hmm. if you have a fear of speaking in public if you have a fear of being around people just throw yourself in it over and over and over yep. again All right, um you know it's just it's just repeated work will help you just numb that that shock factor that you get when you go through that experience uh relaxation techniques yoga meditation breathing uh, progressive muscle relaxation do that every day Um, it, it, it helps reduce the cortisol and adrenaline levels and and allows you to understand when you're in a, a, an intense moment to take a second and to not make the quick knee jerk reaction or decision, which is often that fearful response that we don't want to be making. right? Right. Um, and then the cognitive behavioral therapy, um, I'm not too familiar, I, I I am familiar with this, but I've never actually like just in a way like I've never done it mm-hmm. myself. I, I shouldn't say I've never focused on the practice for myself, is I guess a better way to say it, but um, it, it helps modify negative thoughts and behaviors and emotions, you know, related to fear by changing all of those distorted thought patterns. Um, So, you know, you can alter the way you perceive fear, mm-hmm. right, or those situations, and that's that's kind of a nice way to you know if if that's something that works for you you want to make sure you do that physical activity uh if you are if you are going through any type of anxiety or stressor which is what fear is it's certainly an anxiety um get that exercise in. work those work those demons out (laughs) you know like like it there's there's just when i don't exercise or sweat i should say for a few days sometimes it's like really bad weather you can't get to a gym or something where a treadmill is but you can still do if you can like try and do some like home workouts like get on youtube do like a body weight home workout if you can at the very least where your your sweat is you know pouring and your blood's pumping and all that stuff um getting those endorphins moving getting mood, improving mood is resilience all of that is really really important mm-hmm. to helping you push through fears right when you push through a hard workout when you when you get to that point you're like I can get through this then you get to the harder points in your day later and you're like I already pushed through something way harder than this when I when I ran my minute mile under 8 minutes for the first time ever Right. And that was really hard. So I know I can just finish up this task that I mm-hmm. usually think is hard. It's really easy. You know, like you, you do the hard things first, eat the frog. And yep. I, I feel like that, that helps frog. a lot. And physical activity is huge. Yeah. And then like social support, you know, making sure that you have trusted family members and friends, kind of like we were talking about before, and then professional help. I mean, if your fear is getting to a point where uh, it, it's, it's not – you know, it's something that you're able to contain by any of those reasons, or by cannabis, with the help of cannabis that we're about to talk about below. Then, you know, definitely, it's always a good idea to get um, trusted help. And I would even say, you know, if it's that bad, you're even thinking about it, just do it. Right? It's always a good idea yep. to do that first. So, I would say with all of that, where the rubber meets the road here, hey, Jack and Ryan, it's been, you know, 15, 20 minutes. We haven't talked about cannabis. Well, sometimes it's really important to understand the topic first and then understand what we can do to to really, you know, help have, have cannabis come in. And, and I would say, Jack, what are your thoughts? Let me start with you. I just talked a lot. You're going to a haunted house. What are yeah, you doing with cannabis? I get blazed. What are you doing? No, I'm just kidding.
0: Um, See, <laughs> high CBD, I would definitely feel like I say this all the time. High CBD, THC. I want some THC in there for sure just to kind of like mellow me out. But I agree. Like, yeah. I want to get yeah. some – I wanted some CBD in there or maybe a one-to-one high CBD, THC ratio. Mean, I think
1: this yeah. answer is a little different. I think this answer could be a little different because I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right with a little bit of more THC in this scenario because you want a little bit more relaxation yeah yeah and and but still a high amount of cbd yeah now i think there's scenarios where you don't want any thc at all and i think that's like you're in you're in like uh maybe you're you're conducting an interview Mm. with like a i don't know like a something where you're in a role of power and you typically don't have but like it's a high anxiety situation still but you don't need but let's just say you're You're being interviewed. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you really want to be, you kind of want to be in your toes at the same time, too, right? So you don't want to be completely laid back. But if you're like, like you said, if if you're like fearful and it's like nighttime and you're like your day's over, like you absolutely should be tossing in some THC, I think, hands down. Like your CBD. Yeah. It's like anxiety reduction is absolutely like we've, we've mentioned already in the beginning, like that is the biggest reason why this happens. You have higher anxiety. And so that is the source of the fear. Um, Also, I mean, just, you know, related to this is the, is the stress response. You have fear, um, you have anxiety reduction, you have stress, and then you have trauma related fear. And so I think, um, with trauma related fear, that is something that I've, for, at least from what I've seen, it has to be more like consistent use mm-hmm. as well. Sometimes you can like kind of spot use it. You can say, all right, this is, you know, in this scenario, this is how I'm going to use it. But maybe if you have a PTSD, you often are going into a situation, I think, where you're repeatedly getting exposed to a fear. Mm-hmm. And you may want to consider, I mean, just kind of getting into the next part of this, like, like we're talking about cannabis strategies um, like microdosing, right? When you, when you microdose, you can, you know, some people I've seen like PTSD patients at times say, I I need something more than CBD. They really need a THC, like something to calm their nerves, to hit their th their CB1 receptors. It's just how everyone is, but they don't want to have too much or so much that it's noticeable in their jobs. And I've been there. I've been to that point before. I think we talked in the last episode in the wake and bake episode, where I I was in so much pain, I had to be utilized, and I didn't have a medical card. I had to utilize mm. high THC products at the time just to get me out of bed, mm. and like so, so like some people need THC just to like calm their nerves enough to have that euphoria kick to get them moving and not be fearful of the day. Right. So uh, like, but not so much. So a microdosing strategy, I think, is huge for fear. Uh, if it's a continuous fear, microdosing is 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 definitely what you want to be considering. Otherwise, I think, um, and, and when we say microdosing, I think too often you're considering microdosing high THC products. So very, very small amounts or like balance to high THC, right? right? Going in that direction. Um, otherwise, I think you want to start, if it's not PTSD or related, tra- like continuous repeated traumas, I should say, Um that you're experiencing if it's more like one-offs i think high cbd products tend to be just better for a lot of situations like just this the sunday scary right right sunday like what you were scaries. mentioning before i feel like that's a high cbd thing like don't use thc for you don't need thc for that right like and and that's kind of how i see too like use thc when either you really want to which mm-hmm. People will say, well, maybe you want to use it all the time. But, I mean, think about it. Like, when do you want to use THC during the week? I think during the weekend is when I want to feel the highest, right? right? I don't really want to do that during the week. So use it, like, when you want to use it. But otherwise, you're sticking with a high CBD regimen throughout the week, and, and you're kind of getting – you're fixing that way yep. um, to make sure that you're staying optimal. And then, uh, Jack, you mentioned this before, but, like, journaling and writing and maybe mindful consumption – Um, is is helpful to just help you understand what you're feeling and what cannabis uh, strains and ratios could be helping you feel or hurting you and not helping you like some strains make people more paranoid and more anxious right so know what's you know take note when you do this so you can remember for the next time yes um and then uh just relaxation techniques meditation yogas like build that in if you have fear-based uh anxieties or repetitions that you're going through like definitely build in a relaxation routine throw some sweat in there that hippie speedball i do it for a reason like fear i had fear of going into the day right (laughs) like like a lot of people have fear of going into the day right like so so help make yeah exactly like that's it like make your day like like positive and exciting, right? You can that's what you want, right? So try and do that. Yeah. And then that's the routine, consistent routine. But um, those are my thoughts, Jack. Like, and I know that you had some thoughts here too. Yeah, could to be. So I think that
0: yeah, no. Um, with this season, with like fear, just it's just I think we said it. I think uh, there's different types. Obviously, yeah. Like, we just you know kind of went over like you got the work fear, then you got like the. You got the zombies running, chasing me down, fear. So I mean, it's just different scenarios, different things. But I think at the end yeah. of the day, like it's Halloween, you should get some. You should get some paint. You should paint a pumpkin, carve a pumpkin. That's going to reduce yep. your fear, and yep. you're going to be doing something fun. So doing stuff yes. like that, um, absolutely. Anything you can do to like, you know, keep keep yourself going like a hobby you like to do i don't know things like that i love
1: creative stuff Mm -hmm. if you you, i mean there's some people i'm not a creative i think those people often have not tried to be creative in their life right that's i think everyone's got a creativity level to them and and uh you know but when you do that like i notice when i'm creative which is often like i'm usually playing music if i'm just like yesterday i was just i got i threw on some backing tracks on Spotify, and I just threw out, took out my harmonica and I just started oh, like, nice. just playing whatever, freestyling, right? And the kids are dancing in the background and stuff. And like that, when you do that, you're opening up like a different like level. And, and I don't know, like the, it does something, it enriches, you know, your, your day to day experience, which, which makes a better day yeah. and, it, and it allows you to see things more positively. So you're seeing things better, you're seeing more yeah. opportunities, you know, and you don't miss them. And so they, I just, they, it all, it all just, you know, and fear shuts all that down. Yeah. So you
0: got to, like, uh, just enjoy it. I mean, going back to yeah. Halloween, it, it, this is a time when you should just, you know, do stuff. I know people are like, it's a weird holiday in some places. Some people can't celebrate it. But let's, like, have fun with it. I think it's a great opportunity yeah. to have fun. you know, create some, um, you know, rituals or things that you, you do annually or um, – what are those things called when you do something year every year? Traditions. Start a tradition. You know, maybe you go trick or Boom. treating with the kids. Maybe you do pumpkin yeah. stuff. Uh Maybe you make yeah. a dish. Scary movie. Maybe there's a certain scary movie or genre that you watch. But enjoy it with your friends, family. Uh, be safe. Uh, you know, yep. uh, not too safe, but a good amount of safe. Um, consume cannabis safely, <laughs> and just just enjoy it. Have fun. And yeah, we just over at the cannabis store, we hyped. So yeah, just want just want to Boom.
1: share the love with you guys. Hopefully you have a great great holiday. Absolutely, yeah, guys, have a great holiday, yep. and make sure you check us out and all the different we got. We got snippets out. I started the uh, fittest at forty series mm. this past there week. So is. if you guys are interested in and in taking a look at my journey of being the fittest I can possibly be as an old guy, <laughs> older. I'm not an old guy. I'm not. That's the whole point of this. I'm not you an look old like guy, you're right? twenty two. yeah i actually just had a psychic ask me if i was 30 Mm -hmm. this like two weekends ago i was like hey there you go and then i felt really bad because she asked the next guy if he was like 20 years older than he was and i was like oh no (laughs) (laughs) yeah i felt really bad about that but uh because i i was like right there it was it was a crazy it was a fun night um but anywho uh guys um you know uh, if you want to take a listen to how I how I stay young in that case. There you go. <laughs> uh, and, and how cannabis can support. It's really less about cannabis, more about the, um, the, the healthy practices of living and aging well. So uh, check that out, guys. Um, it's right on your feed. Make it easy for you. But thank you so much for supporting us, for coming back and checking out another episode. Check out the Cannabis C. Um, uh, cannabis C.com and then the Cannabis C at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch with us or the cannabis C on Instagram as well. I believe we're there also. Yeah. All right, guys, Jack, anything else? Appreciate you guys. Peace. Have a good one.
0: If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.
1: Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the
0: creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals Healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of cannabis podcasters right here on PodConX, and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.